passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. It's episode 243. Hey, of the Dad Bod. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You know what that is? That's me feeling better. That's as the more, I, the, the as the days go on, my health returns and my energy returns. I sound terrible, yeah. but I feel amazing. You uh, look great. I feel, look, I don't know. I don't know about that, but I feel great. So uh, I'm happy. It's Friday, back-to-back shows. Me and Ben, Ben's been pounding beer since about 2.30. Not pounding. I just messed up and got these tall boys instead of the regular ones. So mistake number one, because yeah. they go down just as fast. Yeah, it's just like I got to finish it on, in the, on the exact same routine. But uh, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. We got some fun topics tonight. But before we start, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet online, the number one sports betting website in the country. It's Friday night. You probably can't bet on high school uh, unless you got some kind of illegal local bookie. But yeah, if you got uh, a local bookie, I know some high schools you can bet on here in Lee County. There's there's some uh, <laughs> there's college on Friday nights. There's tons of college on Saturday. Get your bets lined up. Get your account set up. Use coupon code believe B L E A V. Get you that fifty percent welcome bonus. And then ham it and slam it this weekend. Just make Ooh. you a ton of money. Uh, use that free play uh, and 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 have fun with it. Go to the casino when the, when the games are over. Spend all your money on your winnings and and multiply it even more. It's a, yes. the, the possibilities are endless. Everybody wins. Pop, not really, <laughs> but uh, some do. Some do. Uh-huh. Uh, but ch- check them out. Bet online. Have a great weekend betting, and uh, it'll be a ton of fun. All right, Ben, a yep. uh, article that just came out, which I think is hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. And Bubba gets a lot of, you know, flack for being a dork or being this or being goofy, but he comes off super cool in this, I think. And I, I just, it's a really very interesting article. And it's basically Bubba saying how he's calling out the the hypocrisy of oh, yeah. the pay for play, uh, pay for play, without earning it um money just for showing up and he just basically says look he's like this is hilarious because i got paid at a ton of tournaments to show up he's like you know multiple multiple tournaments i got money it didn't matter if i if i finished if i got the made the cut if i if i didn't make the cut i got paid to show up he goes and then this is the best line he goes bubba's not the best yeah (laughs) okay Bubba's not the number one guy in the field. So if I'm getting paid, that means these you know what's are getting paid way yes. more 
these guys that are talking junk like Rory and and all these dudes that are the headliners, if if I was getting paid to be there, I knew they were getting paid exponentially more uh, to be there. And I think that was just like it's kind of we all knew we kind of all knew that. Oh yeah, but uh, to hear it finally be said like that, I think that's pretty. And the PGA Tour supposedly has a very strict policy policy against this. I what do you think about what do you think about the policy against it? Do you think that it's just one of those slap like gentlemen's rules, or do you think they really enforce it? Do you think they really care? What do you think? They don't enforce it. If yeah. they if stand to lose at the, money at the the RBC Canadian Open. Think about all those players that are sponsored by RBC. Yeah. They're getting paid to be there. Whether or not they make the cut, they're getting paid to be there for that logo to be on their bag. And as Bubba said, that's what you, we chose the same quote that he used. I chose a different sentence where it said, it's guaranteed money. I missed the cut. I still make money. I make the cut. I make extra money. That's the one I liked. I like that one because it's like, Everybody says, oh, on the PGA Tour, see, that's the problem. If you miss the cut, you don't make money. Uh, not according to Bubba. That is not the case. So um, I, I, I'm like you, you. Your question was, is it enforced or is it a handshake deal? I think it's a total handshake deal because PGA Tour can't risk losing those sponsors. Exactly, exactly. So they can't enforce. What are they going to do? Are they going to tell RBC, don't pay those players? Because we'll then see, the players right. are going to be like, you know what? Then I'm not going to Canada this weekend. How about that? Okay, let's 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 backtrack just a tad. Okay, so there are certain things that they are permitted to do via the sponsor. Okay, right. so like the Rocket City Mortgage Classic, um, Bryson DeChambeau can do appearances and whatnot through the sponsor and be paid. But what right. is thought like that's just the sponsor of the tournament. The tournament committee of that city of that whatever they they're still. So what it's saying is like you can't accept money uh, outside of like a spot like a, a, the sponsoring host that you're pop- partnered with. You can't accept money to show up. That that's where that's where we're that's where the uh, the quote unquote impropriety would be. Neither players nor other individuals acting on such players' half shall solicit or accept any compensation, gratuity, or another thing of value offered for the purpose of guaranteeing their appearance in any pga tour co-sponsored approved or coordinated tournament including any pro-am so it's not you there are there are some loopholes where you can get paid to go by your sponsor if the sponsor is the host of the tournament but it's like that would be like for example the colonial okay the colonial i don't know who sponsors the colonial but like if the colonial had a trust and they were Mm -hmm. they used it to pay players to come or um just name a tournament, any tournament. Well, the the thing that the example that I thought of is I thought the one that that used to come here, the Barbasol. Yes, that it is opposite of the. It was it's not anymore, but it was opposite of the Open Championship slash British Open. Yeah. So this would be like a guy that didn't go to the British Open, who was sitting at home doing nothing, but he was a big name like a Bubba Watson. Somebody like locally Guthrie's going to him and going, "Hey, you show up." I got a hundred grand if you show up and just you're here, you're in the field. You d- didn't come to the PGA tour. It didn't come from Bubba sponsors. It didn't yeah. come from any of this. It's just a little side deal where this guy came up to him and said, you know what? I got a hundred grand. If you show up, we'll put you up in the hotel. We'll take care of all that. Even if you don't make the cut, like we need you here. We need your name recognition. 
Is that oh, is yeah. that essentially what we're doing? Is that that's what it exactly, is? That's exactly what we're doing. Okay. That's exactly what we're doing. And uh, there's no there's no way that that doesn't go on every single weekend. Every single weekend, dudes that invest in like merchandise tents or they invest in uh, the the party hole, like the, I'm going to have the the stadium hole or whatever. And I got I'm over concessions. I'm hell yeah. I'm going to go dump. I'm going to go give. Um, I'm going to go give somebody 50 grand to, to yes. just to show up because it's going to sell X amount of more tickets. They're going to spend uh, a couple of hundred bucks a piece uh, yep. out here. It's a, it's an investment. Heck yeah, that goes on. Heck yeah, that goes on. So, um, it's and just really. If you're the PGA tour, you're getting a cut of that. So you're not going to. PGA selling sponsorships. Yes. Yeah. So it helps their gonna, ad revenue. They're, they're not going to enforce it. They say that it's illegal, but it's kind of, it's one of those things. I mean, what rule are they breaking? Who's um, been suspended? Exactly. <laughs> Who's been suspended for it? You're Has right. it ever been enforced? We just think well, there's that many people that just follow the rules. I mean, come on. And and, <laughs> and this takes place. Seriously. This takes place everywhere because you and I have talked about it because we talked about how hypocritical it was with the Live Golf and PGA Tour when you know they've been paying Tiger and Rory for years ten million dollars a piece to show up in Dubai and play eighteen holes of golf, regardless if they made the cut or not. I mean, it's. So this has been going on, but now it looks like it's been going on not just worldwide, but on the actual PGA Tour, the sanctimonious PGA Tour that thinks that they're better than everybody else. Yes, yes. Uh, and I as mean, he just said, you're right. Your line was better than the line I liked because you're right, or Bubba's right. If they're paying Bubba Watson, who has not done jack since he won the Masters, yeah, then they're damn sure paying Rory who just won and won the FedEx Cup. They're damn sure paying JT. They're yes. damn sure paying Tiger. And I'm – so, yeah, this is this is I thought, I thought it was well-known. Tiger got, like, huge appearance fees to come sh- just sh- go, go play. I thought – I mean, I thought it was, like, a well-known thing. Like, you, you get – to get Tiger, you pay him a million dollars, he'll come play in your tournament. I thought that well, was see, just I, like I, – And see, it's not just that. It's the other money on top of it, like the uh, – I will say this. When Tiger plays in that uh, Pro-Am uh, out at Pebble – the AT&T Pro-Am, yeah. he gets paid jack. To, I mean, it is unbelievable what he gets paid to play in that thing. Yeah. And so that is before he even tees the ball up on Thursday to try to make the cut. He has already made money. Yeah, Shawfleet. He, he, he has said that because he said he won't play in a Pro-Am unless the money's there. Um, uh, Xander Shawfleet said he played in the Saudi Inter- International. Uh, early in the year for an appearance fee, he's like, "I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not going to sit here and lie about it." Um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's been yeah, going Saudi on. International still not. Is that a PGA Tour sanctioned event? We're talking about PGA Tour sanctioned events. Yeah, that's true. That's made. true. That I, Bill was talking about actual PGA Tour, yeah. like the Travelers Championship or whatever. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty 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 funny. Uh, and uh, again, I go back to this. Who has been suspended for breaking this rule? Like it's clearly Not a rule. Like person. you can read it. You can read it. It's very well written and whatever. Who have you? Who who do you know? Like, is there a story where someone's been suspended for taking money for showing up to an event? I can't think of one. Maybe there's a bunch, and maybe I'm going to look like an idiot after this. But I don't think I am. I don't. I don't I'll remember this ever happening. No, the only suspensions that they still won't say that they suspended um, Phil, and yeah. even when. Um, DJ went through his drug problem that he had. He was not suspended. He was missing due to health reasons. Tiger went through sex ed class or whatever it was, sex rehab. <laughs> rehab. And, and he was 
he was also not suspended. He was entering rehab, so he chose. I think to step I need away. to go sex rehab for like the other, like the opposite end of the spectrum for not doing it enough. For not doing it enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bad luck, bub. They don't have any rehab for that. They don't have rehab for that. It'd be fun rehab though, probably. <laughs> they get to tell you, <laughs> no, you sit around and y'all all moan about how you're not getting it. It's got to be the most depressing place in the world. No, like physical rehab. <laughs> I was, I was thinking, not you're, that's therapy. That's there. That's like psychological therapy. I'm talking about rehab. You may need some of that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may, I may need that. I may need to go lay on a couch somewhere. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I don't know where how he got to that. <laughs> Not going any further. My wife may listen to this. Yeah, I I am leaving that one alone. Yeah, let's just drop it right there and go straight into Swanies. How about that? (laughs) Let's just leave that. Let's just leave that word. Look good, play good. Go to Swanies. Swanies. You may not need sex rehab if you dress in Swanies. Uh, Just go to Swanies.co. Use coupon code DadBodGolfPod dash twenty five. Take twenty five percent off every single order. Uh, The weather's getting cooler, and they're the outerwear stuff is absolutely phenomenal hell yes hoodies pullovers they got these new pullovers i don't want to spoil it because we have a um it's it's different but it's a really cool look mm-hmm. um I'll, I'll i'll save it for the uh for the unboxing for the but video. uh yeah uh, be sure to go check them out use your coupon code save a bunch uh and get ready for the cooler <laughs> the coupon weather. code is not save a bunch what's that you said use the coupon code save a bunch. It's I said not- use the coupon code and save a bunch. And so come on now. Let me finish. Let me finish it. <laughs> no, uh, but they got everything you need. Love those guys. Show them some love. Swannies.co. Lots of party dress for it. And I just lost my voice and my balls dropped all at the same time. <laughs> all right. Speaking of balls dropping, uh, how about some shots dropping? Uh, we're gonna we found another article that I think could be a lot of fun. Uh it's 10 tips that will eliminate your blow up holes. First of all, I don't, that term is funny to me. Every time I, I hear blow up hole, it makes me, I don't know, makes me, makes me kind of giggle a little makes bit. Makes you giggle? Kind of like bazoot and poot? Bazoot, maybe I'm a child. I don't know. But um, <laughs> these are 10, like I said, 10 tips. We're going to help you. We're going to go through, do we, are we guilty of these? Uh, maybe a story or two. We're going to go through it pretty fast. It's going to be fun. But here we go. Golf Digest, 10 tips that will eliminate your blow up holes. Mm. All right, so number one, let the lie dictate your shot. I can't do this because I don't have multiple shots. I, I don't even. I, this I'm I'm I just cannot follow this. No, so it's basically. Uh, the also, lie, don't think this should be number one. Yeah, I don't either. The the not, lie, not for amateurs. This this is some. This is number one for pros. This is not number one for amateurs. No, look, here's the deal. Just don't. If you got a if you got a funky lie, just think. Go ahead and say, "How can I make bogey here?" Like, let's just don't be the hero. How can I not make double? So if the balls if the balls way up here and you got to hit it or it's sunk down in the rough, let's just try to think. Let's just try to think. You, you don't have a shot. Let's just be honest. You don't have a you don't have a hundred and fifty yard deep in the rough ball above your feet shot. Just no. be honest. People that are listening to the show, we don't have that shot. So we're just going to chop it out and try not to make double. That's that, that's that's it. That's what you got to do. Don't be a hero. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm over there in the rough and Kyle walks over and he goes, you think that's a flyer lie? I'm like, bro, I have not hit a green all day. Do you think I give a damn if it's a flyer lie or not? I'm just going to try to hit it straight and let's hope for the best. That's that's what my goal is right now. Yep. The biggest and, thing that the biggest thing they say in this is just make sure add law. If you're in the deep in the rough, loft is your friend. That's, yes. that's the biggest key. So. Loft is your friend deep in the rough. Number two, 
get your number to the middle of the green. I always shoot. I always want front yardage and middle yardage every single mm-hmm. time. That's 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 how that's how I I pick it out. That's how I decide how I want to play the shot every single time. I want. I'm okay. I mean, we have our blue tees rangefinder, so it will tell me what it is to wherever we're we're shooting it. I want front number. You yeah. give me front number, and I can add ten. That's going to put me in about the middle of the green, or at least the front front quarter of the green, and I'm at least going to have a two putt at it. There you go. That that is what if I'm if, if when we go out and we have little bets here and there, and these guys start going pin seeking, I don't. I want that front number. I'm going to add ten to fifty, depending on how deep the green is. There's some greens we play that are pretty darn big, um, yeah. but give me the front, and I'm going to add ten to fifteen yards. That's at least going to put me somewhat close to the center of the green, even if it's not the center. I, I mean, beggars can't be choosers at that point. Um, but that keeps me because I've told you before, I'm notorious for not having the confidence and flying the green because I'll club, I'll go ahead and club up and decide to, I don't know. I'm like, no, I cannot get it there. And then I end up flying it. So I'm like, give me that front number. Let me add 10 or 15 yards. I'll tell you what I would rather, I'd say instead of number two saying, get the middle number, I would rather have the front number than the middle number. You give me, you give me the front number and I can handle it. That's why I like when you shoot pins and you can't really see the green, like who, like what number does that, what number does that uh, shooting the flag right. really do to you if you don't know where the front of the green is? Does it really right. help you? Because now you're going to fly. What if it's on the front and you and you fly it long? Now you you hit and you're way way off the green. Uh, when mm-hmm. if you could have just played to the front of the green, you got an easy little chip, or maybe you bounce up onto the green. I mean, front front is to me. I, I disagree with number two. I want I want front yard. It's not middle. But yep. I'm sure Grayson Huff will just absolutely He's absolutely going to destroy us eviscerate, he to eviscerate this. us yeah. on that one. But He's going to go the two of you can't hit a green to start with. Why don't you just try to get the middle number? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Number 3, find the no-go zone first. No golfer goes into a shot planning on hitting a bad one. No golfer goes into a shot planning on hitting a bad one. Yet the smartest golfers plan for that eventuality anyway. Mm. So, find the when you're looking at a shot, find the okay, that can't be. That's a mm-hmm. that's a definite no no. So what do I do from here? The problem with that is a lot of times when I identify the no go, in my swing thought, I'm thinking, don't hit it in the no go. And then I hit it in the no go. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like it's like positive self talk. Uh let me I'll, tell you the hole that gives me fits on this. Because when they say don't hit it in the no-go, and you can relate to this because this is your club, is number three at AU Club. I'm always going to be anywhere from 135 to 165 yards out, depending on where they got the tee box and depending on if I caught the down slope and it kicked forward or not on my tee, on my tee ball. Okay. No-go. You ready for this? You've got two bunkers deep. Okay. Deep deep is bad, and everything's downhill from there. So you can't you can't stop it on the green if you go deep. Well, you stop it on the green, but you're not going to stop it near the hole unless the hole's at the very front of the green. You may luck out. Uh, no go for me. Also, short left water. Forget it. Pins on the right side, short right. You've short sided yourself, and you again are going to run away and have to try to scramble to make par from 25 feet. Sure. That hole for some reason gives me so many fits because all four corners of it. Are protected by something. So you just go long left. That's what you do it, every time. You, every time. <laughs> I know that sounds so easy, but then you bring the water into play if you don't hit it good. Yeah, no, it's so, tough. It's a tough shot. It's a it's 
I don't know why that's in my brain because everybody else, when I play it, it seems so simple. They go to the center of the green, they hit their 140 yard shot, center of the green, all good to go. And, yeah. and so that holes like that, other than that, I've told you before, me hitting a little baby cut, uh, I have to force myself not to aim at the pin when it's on the right side because the cut gets away from me. I've short sided myself. Uh, but then again, if I aim, then I'll start aiming. I'm like you just said, I'll aim too far left and I'll hit the damn thing straight as a string. And then I've got a 55 foot putt to, yeah. you know, for birdie. So, um, but you're right. I mean, I, I, I do like this on number three. I, that's something that I do. Maybe that's something negative about me, but when I'm looking at a green or on a tee box, I'm like, I can't go there. Like, this is not where I want to be. So I got to be here, whether it's off the tee or it's an approach uh, or if I'm even up by the green, I'm like, don't leave it in the bunker. You know, this, sure. this is what I don't want to do. Um, so but I'll I, do uh, my mind makes me, my mind will make me do that though. That's yeah. like it when I'm, when that's what you're thinking, when you're thinking, don't do that. Your mind's just thinking, do that. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, I get it. Don't yeah. miss, don't miss right. Well, then you're just, you're going to miss right. Instead of like, let's hit a little baby. Let's hit a little rip draw right here and, and end up on the left side. You're thinking, don't miss right. You're gonna mm. go right. I think he's got. I think it's positive self talk. I don't. I don't think you find. <laughs> I don't think you need to find the no go zone. I think you need to find the go go zone. How about that? How about that? I get it. I get it. Grayson's just running the car off yeah. the road right now. All right, number four. <laughs> study the slope of the green on your approach shot. Says it. Kyle said go go zone. That's what Kyle said. He's study cool. the slope of the green on your approach shots. I don't yeah. think I'm good enough for this. I don't think nope. I'm good enough for this. Me so, either. Uh, that's just not, I'm sorry, Butch Harmon or whoever wrote this, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> there may be some shelves and things that I look that I try to, I want to maybe avoid, or, or maybe I want to know that I don't need to be above this pin, uh, or whatever, but for the most part, I'm just trying to hit the green. So that's probably not going to be, uh, yeah. one that I'm going to take to heart. Uh, listen, Butch, not there. I'm 185 out, man. I'm just trying to get it on the green. I'm not studying the slope. I'll worry about that when I get up there and try to two putt. That's yep. just not, I'm not worried about that. Yep. Uh, number five. Um, this seems pretty obvious, but pick a target behind the green. Uh, I'm, you know, this for me, arc. this for me should say pick a target behind the green and hit it because that's what I do. <laughs> Go deep and hit it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fly the yardage to that target, but like, right just but let that be your line. <laughs> Sometimes that's a pretty good. Sometimes that's a pretty good idea because it's hard to get locked on on a pin. You can look at a tree a little bit higher, a lot, mm-hmm. easy uh, level with your eye line. Uh, I'm with that. Aim small, miss small. I want to hit it. And you hear guys do this all the time. I mean, when you hear caddies talking to pros, and they'll tell them to say, you know, I, you know, I like that TV tower on the right side. And, oh, the and- best, the best moment ever. The best moment ever was Tiger at one of the opens. And uh, they're talking about his line, and he picks out like a clock tower mm-hmm. off in the distance, and he hits it, and he says, uh, is that the one, Stevie? And he goes, that's the one, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> and he was cocky about it. Yeah, is that yes. the one you're talking about right there? The one I yep. just hit right at? Is that the is that the line? Yep, that's it. That's the yep. one. That could definitely – I could definitely see how that could help. Yeah. And I All will right. do that. That That's not a – that's not an issue. My, my issue again is it, that takes us to number six. <laughs> number six, take an extra club. Not so, <laughs> not for you. <laughs> yeah, <No. laughs> I think that I think the key here is amateurs. We get we get our, we think our yardages are the best one we hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The best nine iron. That's what I hit. Instead of 
knowing that instead of swinging the club, thinking it's going to be the best shot, the best one you hit, uh, you know, take an extra club, swing a little bit easier and be okay with, uh, not having to have your not taking flushed yardages every every yep. single time. Completely you know I mean? agree. So well, you I think you and we had this. This was on one of the pods where we discussed this before. You know, there was a thing that talked about uh, average. Um, what was it? Eight iron. I think I sent you. you yeah. Know, and, the, and the average eight iron is one fifty eight. And I said, well, you know, not for me. Average eight iron is probably you know when I miss it's at one sixty. When I hit it like I wanted, it's one sixty five. And when I miss it, we're at 150 to 155. And it's like you said, you said, yeah, but the average right there is probably about 158. Like that's probably correct on yours. Yeah. Um, because I'm thinking of it like, well, when I hit it good, it's 165. And of right. course your response, like we were just texting about this and you text me back and you go, yeah, but you don't hit it good every time. So right. I think that's the thing with us amateurs is we're constantly thinking, you know, that this I'm guilty that, of let's use that yardage where it's 165 to the pin and I go oh hey Kyle like we're in a scramble I'll say I'm gonna go ahead and hit an eight like your job as my partner would be why don't you grab the seven because I hadn't hit my eight good all day like it ain't yeah. going 165 because it ain't gone 165 and let's day. just swing smooth let's swing a smooth yes. seven swing let's swing a smooth seven and not try to throttle this eight to carry the 165 yep. that I hit one out of ten times you know what yep. I mean like instead, let's let's just throttle that eight down, hit it about one fifty five, and uh, at seventy five, eighty percent, and you're yep. you're golden. Take an yep. extra club. Take an extra yeah. club. I'm Quit starting letting to... your buddies talk you into hitting more club. Quit yes. asking your buddies when Kyle hits the ball way further than I do. As a matter of fact, if I'm asking him what he hit, like if I say what what'd you hit there and what'd you swing there, if he says eight, I'm going back to my bag and grabbing a six. <laughs> because he's I mean he's two clubs longer than me quit trying to keep up and and measure your peckers with your buddies because it's not working man if you got a guy that just pounds the ball and hits it well and you're like what'd you hit and he says nine iron and you think okay well I'll hit an eight no stop doing that right hit what is comfortable and what you know can get there quit quit saying I mean, there's been. Times oh, I hit it on where... track, man. I hit on track, man. It was uh, <laughs> I hit my nine iron one sixty five. Yeah, you did from seventy three degrees with no wind inside of a building with In thin a perfect air. lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> perfect lie with a guy that's trying to sell you clubs, so maybe the numbers are juiced a bit. You know what I mean? There you and go. So, <laughs> and so, because uh, how many times you get to a par three, and there have been times where people are like, "Are you kidding me?" Where I just feel if I'm the one going first, I'm like, "Okay, I got it on eight at an AU club." I'm like, I got to clear the water, but I don't want to go too long. So I'm going to hit six here. And then after I hit it and I catch it good and it goes to the middle of the green and like one of the guys in the group will go, what'd you hit there? Seven. And I'm like, no, I hit a six, a six. I'm like, bro, you yeah. just hit what you want to hit. I'm just yeah, telling you, that's exactly. what I felt comfortable Who cares? getting there with. Yeah. Who cares what it was? I got, right I, I part it, you double. double. Yeah, right now that? I'm in the middle of the green and you hadn't hit yet. So you do whatever you want to do. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Number seven. And this one's tough. Sometimes laying up is best. Um, tough for you, not for me. I don't get a chance to go for it too very. Yeah, often. we all want to be. We, I mean, and I don't want to spoil number nine, but yeah, you want to hit that great shot. You want to hit that three wood and you know the three wood uh, into a par five and stiff it. I mean, we all want to do that, but this is probably good advice, especially when there's a lot of trouble trouble in play, or if you get yourself yeah. in trouble. 
and you don't want to hit that. You know, you get yourself in trouble. It, you know, getting in position, back in position, and laying up versus, you know, trying to go for it uh, can can really really bogeys. And, and this goes into number eight because bogeys won't kill you, but doubles and triples will. You so, know, I believe in that. So that going for it over water uh, can turn into a double way quicker than laying up can turn into a double. You know what I right. mean? So or a triple. So bogeys won't kill you. That that's what we got. That's what you got to um, double bogey or worse avoidance. Uh, that's that's got to be your mindset a, a lot of times because we're not going to hit every fairway uh, and we're not going to hit every green. So I want to get as close for I want to get as close as I can for a par. But let's just be honest. Let's get her, let's get a run at par. But let's make sure we don't leave it in this bunker or we we chunk it short. Let's get it on the green. Bogey won't kill us. Doubles and triples will. I like that. My I like that mantra. I've uh, I've come to you with this, and I've told you when you were we did this. Uh, what was it heading into twenty twenty two? Me, you, and Nate were talking about what our goals were. Right. Mine, mine I'm was cutting down, mine was cutting down on my doubles, which I'm nowhere near. But it was cutting down on my doubles because I was I was keeping my cards, and I know that the again will do this if you keep up with it. But I don't do the shot by shot. I just put in the total score on again, but. I kept up with my cards and I was looking at it and I'm averaging like three doubles around, but I'm still at eight. So that means I'm six. I'm, I'm a, I'm going, I'm shooting six over par before I step on the course. Yep. That's like tough. that's that I'm, I'm, I'm a 78 par golfer before I step on the course. So I was like, I've got to eliminate the bogeys. <laughs> yep. And I mean the doubles, not, not the bogeys, but eliminate that. So that just lets you know that the fact that I am around at eight and I'm starting out with three doubles that I make a ton of pars and birdies. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't make a lot of bogeys. It's either double or birdie. It's one of the two. It's really no in between. So I got to, I've got to eliminate. This is eight speaks to me. I've got to get rid of the doubles. There you go. Number nine, this could be one of the reasons. Don't be a hero. Don't try to hit the hero shot um, all the time. Uh, Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. Uh, Sometimes it's back to what you were saying. Take your medicine, man. If you're yep. there, don't don't try to hit that. Unless it's some kind of game format where like yeah. it doesn't really help you to make a bogey or it's a skin or something like that. Just or if it's your I will say this, if it's your go to shot, like Kyle has seen me before, when I get in trouble in the right, I know I've got a sweeping slice so I can get out from behind the trash and hit it out yep. there and get it in the middle and down the fairway. But if I'm hooked left, you can forget it. I need to take my medicine, stick it out in the fairway, and take and, and go from there. Because there you go. I'm going to try to hit a hook, and I'm going to hit a pull hook into another tree, or hit it OB or whatever. And the best thing to do is just it, the natural shot is that cut, that fade, just play it. Yep. And if I'm where I can't play it, then put myself in a place where I can play it on my next shot. There you go. And then the last one, number 10, remember the goal. And, like, you hear this a lot. You don't have to draw a picture on the scorecard. Uh, just mm-hmm. get there. Just get it in. It could be ugly. It can be – you could hit three bad shots and hit one good shot and it goes in. Doesn't matter. That's the goal is to get it in the hole in the least amount of time. Doesn't matter if it's a, a green regulation or if it's a, a chip in for par or or whatever. That's the goal. The goal. That's the goal is to get in the hole. So, or like Kyle that. was talking about earlier, you're you're you know choose your miss points. That goes even when you're putting to remember the goal, because if you're looking to break eighty or you're looking to, you know, have that best round of your life and you're above the hole on eighteen, don't try to hit it in the back of its throat. 
because then you're just guaranteed a three putt and you've just ruined your afternoon because, and I'm not saying lag every time, but I mean, it's little stuff like that where you've got just a super downhill swinger. And how many times have you seen a guy who you and I are like playing against them and they're gambling or something. And you, you put it in their head. You're like, Hey man, I mean, right here gets you 79. If you go ahead and jar that thing, it's (laughs) guaranteed that they're throwing it 10, 12 feet past. Yep. Talk them right into a three putt. Talk them right into a three putt. Good stuff. Good stuff, Ben. Uh, funny stuff on the, uh, the PGA tour money thing. And then you got the 10 ways not to blow, have blow up holes. I think it's, that's good stuff for all of us. It, there was, it was seemed sort of primed towards the better player, but I think there's some good stuff for even like us to take away from. I think one so, or two were yeah, not good. for us hackers, but the rest of them, I think we could all learn from. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, y'all have a great weekend. We'll be back on uh, Monday. Uh, everybody's feeling good. We're going to be ready to rock and roll, uh, play some golf this weekend, watch some football, drop some bets, have some fun, and uh, we'll catch you back on uh, Kyle and I may have a little surprise for you guys to talk about in about a week or so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> hang in there. Hang in there. All right, y'all, have a great weekend. We'll talk soon. Uh, it's Dad by Golf Pod. We're always, always strong. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.